0: Welcome to the Transform Your Wealth and Health Podcast, where experts in wealth, health and fitness help transform your life. Here's your host, Andy Arder. Hi and welcome to the show. I've split the 10 steps that I've used to gain sales over the last 35 years to the UK's and the world's largest companies into tiny chunks and I'm going to give you them one at a time and the first step that I thought you ought to know about is step one which is pre-sales information gathering this is where you need to be a bit like the military you need to obtain prior intelligence and information so that you can use this to your advantage at a latter stage you should usually look to conduct advanced reconnaissance so if you was in the military for example you'd go out and find information they never attack anything without finding out information beforehand so they can use that information in the attack so you need to get the information as well you're going to use it to make a sale you're going to get things like names numbers email addresses Possibly things like positions of authority, potential spend and maybe a family tree of decision makers so that you can weed out the tire kickers. People that are going to drain your time and energy. So from this info you can select potential clients that you wish to target. Uh, I've spent ages before, by the way, talking to people, the wrong people, who appear really interested in what I've got to say, only to find out they have no buying authority and they're never going to buy anything. So I might as well go and try and sell snow to Eskimos or or more likely the Huskies because nobody's buying anything. And the information that you get can get you into places as well as in front of people that wouldn't ordinarily necessarily talk to you they don't they don't want you there unless you prove your worth you're not supposed to be there there's certain people that are going to stop you from getting to them and you're going to need to talk to people that are hidden away so where do you get this inside info from who's going to provide this and where'd you get it well you need to think of the process of most companies and most buildings or even if you're targeting individuals how they operate where they are where you can get to them Most people have gatekeepers, so it could be VAs, PAs, security guards, or receptionists. Either way, you're gonna have to get around them. You're gonna have to make sure that you get to the person that you want to speak to. So let's take security guards, for example, and let's look at ways you can get them to help you. So that they have the information that you want. It's all at your disposal. You've just got to get them to tell you it. Easier said than done, I suppose. But they're basically paid to keep you out. They're not there to help you. So if you think that it's their job to protect the employees and the bosses from outsiders, why are they going to help you? Of course, it's their job, but there's a few ways you can get around them and get them to help you. So let's have a look at things. If you think in terms of security guards as a great source of information, look at things closely. Are they friendly? Are they chatty? Or are they just jobs worth? are certain delivery drivers just let straight in that's important I know it's all about things that you're thinking well why, why am I interested in security guards and delivery drivers it's got nothing to do with me well you're wrong it's got everything to do with you this is how you're going to get into these secure places and get in front of the people that don't want to see you delivery drivers are time consuming to security guards so the regular guys are let straight in when you're in are they watching your every move or are they multitasking as receptionists receptionist too maybe or walking around the site? If they walk around the site regularly, then they're gonna swap security guards and often these changes take place very frequently, especially on big complexes, and they don't have a clue what you're doing there or why you're there because they didn't let you in, they didn't sign you in, they don't know why you're there. So you can't blanche to get on and do whatever you want. They might be crazy busy, They might even be happy to give you information, contact names and numbers just to get shot of you. So if you think, how might I get into a secure location by making a delivery? That gets you the right side of the wire. Just say what the other delivery companies say. It could just be delivery. (laughs) Do not say one more word. Leave it there. Don't go dressed looking like a standard salesperson that stands out like a sore thumb. You're supposed to be making a delivery after all, which... You are going to do, by the way, it's just that you're going to do it by different ways. So you're gonna buck the system and your delivery is going to be maybe a company leaflet or a brochure, your business card or something similar, and you're going to try and deliver it by hand. So next, you might be sent through to a receptionist or a stores. They will ask you, how can I help you? Or maybe, yes sir, or madam. Nine times out of 10, they'll say that and you fact finding here, you're not always selling. Call first and ask to speak to the person if you can. Get the contact's name and then you'll find that this really helps at a latter stage. Failing that if you go with a job title of the person that you want to speak to. Not as good but it'll have to do. They will look to keep the people that they're there to protect safe. But very often if you just turn up and cold call them the first time you'll find you probably get nowhere. So I want to give you the right words and right information so that this works for you and you get it right every single time. I get a very very high rate of success. I say I'm here to see and then you can either insert the name or possibly the job title of the person. Now if you're gonna go with the MD or the CEO, you might struggle a bit because they don't usually let people just turn up and get in. If you're gonna go for lesser jobs, like chief buyers, contract managers, or people a little bit further down the chain, then you're likely to get half a chance that they might just come out and see you. Sometimes they're looking for a good excuse just to leave their desk. So possibilities, you might get away with that. When you go even further down the chain, which is what I normally tend to do, you've got a real good chance of seeing someone. The I'm here to see part creates authority. And very often they'll just contact the person whom you've asked for and they'll come and see you. It's as simple as that. So just ask for five minutes of their time. That often turns you into 45 minutes and deliver your spiel along with your leaflet. I knew a guy that spent two years trying to get an appointment with Coca-Cola and I got him in front of a buyer for Coca-Cola in 10 minutes. We just turned up basically and we asked for them and they went and got him. It was as easy as that. He was gobsmacked. His jaw fell down. <laughs> If he doesn't go to plan and they ask, have you got an appointment? You must always tell the truth, but don't just say the word no, okay? You say, I just need five minutes of their time. Could you see if they are available for me, please? Don't mention the delivery at this stage as they might just want to take it from you and give it to them so you'll be cut out the process again. Sometimes they've been told no appointment, no admission. This is a little bit more difficult to get around. They very often call them internally And you'll get your time in front of the person if they don't have that policy. But if they do, then you're going to have to ask for a telephone number and a name of the person to make an appointment with. They're a little bit duty bound to give it to you because they're telling you they're not going to see you. So you need to make an appointment. Well, who do I make the appointment with? Give me the telephone number and the name. And they do. So you've, you've struck gold again. You've done your advanced reconnaissance. You've got the name and the number. Once you've got that, you can then phone up and ask for that person. And you can talk to them and find out if they'll give you an opportunity to sell to them. So it doesn't matter how big this company is. It doesn't matter where they are, what they do. If you go and rock up and say the right things to them, you'll gather some information that you can use elsewhere but you've got to have a name to start a conversation with. Worst ways, you now know the processes and procedures of the company and you might get an email address or something like that, which is probably practically worthless, but on the odd occasion, they do work. I want to set a scenario for you just to show you how knowing a name helps and how you can get into rapport with a potential client. So let's set a scene. It's early evening, you've been at work all day and you're just about to eat your dinner and the phone rings. Yeah, (laughs) happens all the time. So what happens when someone says, is that the homeowner? I know what you're thinking. Shit, it's a sales call. That's what I always think anyway. With me, they are instantly on a downward slide I don't really entertain these people very well. They've immediately lost a personal touch and I'm likely to have an urge to make excuses and end the call or just tell them the truth, I'm not interested. And I don't even know them. I've not even spoken to them. I've not heard what they've got to say. Instantly, they've lost a the chance of rapport just by asking a generalised question, are you the homeowner? Your defences go up and you're just not going to have a sale at that time from me at least anyway. Alternatively, if I got a call saying, is that Andy? Andy Arter. I'm going to be intrigued enough to find out who knows my name and what they want. I'll be listening. They'll have an advantage over me. They know who I am and how to contact me. So that gets them a chance to speak with me listening intently. As they say in tennis, advantage. So that's the first thing you should do when talking to your potential clients. Get some inside knowledge to give you an advantage, even something trivial. You're gonna need to spark up a conversation here and get to know them. This person needs to be your friend, even if it's a fleeting friendship, just friendly enough maybe to complete a transaction or maybe just parting with some of their money. But a friendship you need, enough for them to like you, to give you an order. I hope that helps. That's the first thing I would do. Go out and gather information. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And until next time, start transforming your wealth and health now.